superior power in black America. That is the show, the name of the show, with host Darrell D., that is me, and co-host Ms. Monique. I'm proud of Ms. Monique, and she is continuing her progress towards her new career. Guess what, everybody? Ms. Monique is here tonight. She is in her rightful place as my co-pilot. Welcome home, me love. Monique will be a great advocate and asset to her special ed students, and we are proud that she is in the game. At some point, she may get a chance to change it. So we invite everyone to call in and be a part of our hot topics and conversation today. We're very excited about the topic today. You are welcome to call in on the number 347-989-0180. Again, be our guest and call 347-989-0180. Press 1 to add your voice to the conversation. We all have differences of opinions. Here is the place where you can express yours. All that we ask is that you stay on topic and be respectful. Our broadcast time is 7 to 8 p.m. on Thursday night, 8 to 9 Eastern, uh, uh, 7 to 8 p.m. Central, uh, Thursday nights. Eastern is 8 to 9. Mark your calendar so that you may become a part of this dynamic broadcast. Tune in and listen. Honorable mention, we would like to thank Queen Mother for Real Radio Productions, the late Ia Awafalola is a founder, and we continue to thank her for allowing us this platform to share with you. The production is now operated by Imani Dawson and Kenneth Jones. We are very excited about the endless opportunities that we see in our future together, and we want to thank both of them. Great things happen when great minds converge. That was Monique, y'all, and, you know, she, she's, she's very an excitable person, so... Uh, She's cool. Anyway, the foundation of this show is based on the book, The Superior Power in Black America, written by Darrell D. Freeman. There are three major points that this book discusses. They are self-help and self-sufficiency, the fact that the black community has the ability to eliminate resources such as food stamps, general assistance, and government handouts. This book also discusses the need for unity self-love, and pride in our black culture. We must study African history in order to draw from the power within our heritage, also gaining knowledge of the importance of what our productivity and spending contributes to our economy. Okay, I'm falling asleep. All right. All right, I'm falling asleep because you know what? You know this is not me. I will not read a script. Now, what I will do is I will follow the structure, and that's what we're going to do. But, guys... Thank you for having me back. I am going to enjoy this show tonight. And thank you again, Imani, for uh, operating the show for us. Ken, nice hearing from you, bro. Um, so like Daryl was saying, this book also discusses the need. I'm here. Thanks, Ken. Thank you. You have a caller, too. Or All right. Okay, so, good. Put our caller on. Okay. Caller? Uh, Hello. Good evening, good afternoon. Uh, my name is Keisha Thomas. I am the greatest, one of the greatest nieces of Daryl D. Freeman and um, Miss Moni Love Freeman. 
Um, I just wanted to call in and add some spice to this morning to you guys. How are you doing? Uh, we're actually doing pretty good, and thank you for coming on to the show. Uh, we we always, always are asking people to call in, so this is something that we encourage you and all your friends to do, Keisha. Hi, hello, me love. Well, hello, Uncle D. <laughs> all right, well, like, I, hey, girl. <laughs> so let's get right into this. All right, well, let's get, wait, wait a minute, but we, I just want to finish one thing. The only way of controlling our wealth is by becoming informed of how we spend and where we spend. Our wealth must benefit us. This book has also developed into a movement, and, guys, it's called T. Spiba. If you want to know more about it, go to www.tspiba.com. T-S-P-I-V-A. Uh, where black people can join and build wealth and unity. Uh, guys, we're going to be at Old Settlers Park in Round Rock, Texas, on the 18th of June for the Juneteenth celebration. So, If you'd um, like more information about that, you can hit us up on Facebook. Give Daryl a message, inbox him. Um, he'll gladly give you whatever information that you need. You just go to uh, Daryl Freeman's. Senior, right? Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll post. Um, now that's exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. Monique, tell us uh, what, what is Juneteenth? What what is that? Because a lot of people up north they don't even know what that is. Why are you setting me up? Uh, okay, so I can tell. <laughs> okay, no, well, no, no, no. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so Juneteenth, guys, everybody, uh, is a celebration that only really only occurs here in Texas. It is uh, a celebration for when Texas the state uh, finally complied with oh, the no, Emancipation no, Proclamation. This when they find when the black people finally found out that they were emancipated. No. I asked Daryl personally. Just listen, let me okay, tell you what it is. All right, go ahead. Texas was not going to comply. And so the, the, the states were going back to war after the Emancipation Proclamation delivered by uh, President Lincoln. And so uh, if they hadn't conceded, then another civil war would have proceeded. And so the celebration is that Texas uh, conceded on June 19th, 16th, uh, 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 what, what year was that? I'm about to tell you. Okay. It's the oldest known celebration. 1867, I think. It was. 
becomes that between employer and free laborer. So they didn't just go out there and, you know, well, we're free and, you know, they they went they didn't venture out on their own, but they became free laborers. Well, they, they had the right. They, right, they had they had to actually they have land and right, all and of they the had to pay them stuff. somehow. But anyway, that's a celebration um, and commemor- and commemoration for the African Americans here in Texas. And in the beginning, like Daryl said, because we came from the north, we were offended. Um, quite a few people I know were like that. You know, they didn't have telephones or anything. Nobody could come and tell anybody, their cousin, their uncle, but it wasn't like that. I mean, you could tell anybody right. anything you wanted, but it had to be handed down by government. Um, now, I just want to say this. We come there to the park. It's a huge, yeah. huge park. We set up a tent. We we got books, so we set up our books, and we do book signings at the event. This year, I'm also a judge for uh, the Brisket tasting. Because they don't know how to cook. Congratulations. Yes, sir. And so what I expect is that this will give us a greater greater, uh, audience, you know, here in Texas. We need to launch this in Texas first. Now, are you going to be honest as a judge? No, you know what, well, uh, no. the thing about it is he gonna, he got to be honest. I want with. people to like me. I ain't going to be honest. <laughs> no, you better be honest. <laughs> You know what? And then look, what the barbecue is just brisket. Like, who does that? Where are the ribs and the rib tips? I don't like ribs. Well, they do have them. They have chicken and ribs, but I'm the judge for the brisket. Oh, that would be wow. you. You should have told them you don't even like that. But anyway. Well, okay, so now, first topic, guys. Yes, ma'am, Miss Monique. Okay. Miss Monique is back. Yes. <laughs> yes. In full effect. In full effect, might I add. I'm so oh happy to be sitting here with my co-pilot, man. Y'all just don't understand. My energy level have soared. It has. Go ahead, uh, you know, that's Tell another thing. I, I have to discuss with you the have and has thing again, I see. Okay, anyway, uh, yeah, this is going to be the the show here. We're, it's going to be uh, our host in the big chair, of course, uh, but it's going to be... Topic number one. Topic uh, number one with... Myself and and Miss Keisha. Right now, please. <laughs> Relationships are like a painting. Uh, okay. Stop being rude. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna. Are you, do you want to read that? Yeah, I'm, I want to okay. read it before I delete you out of my painting. All right. So, okay. uh, Keisha, you got your copy of the uh, the topic. I do. I'm actually ready okay. and set. So you'll follow it through. All okay, right. well, let, let's, let's All right, ask well, a little bit more. Well, you know what, this is professional. I mean, if you really listen to radio shows that are a lot of fun, you hear people having a good time. And that's right. Absolutely. Just so y'all know, he, he wrote this. Oh. <laughs> Relati- I'm a writer, though. Relationships are like painting. I like a painting. Well, no. The relationships, we'll say that. We'll talk about tense later. We'll we'll talk about tense later. Okay. Okay. Relationships are as diverse as a completely filled box of different color paints, and we become the artists who will create that masterpiece. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Each one of us must choose a color that fits. Imagine an artist painting a portrait with two or more colors that do not complement each other. What would an Mm. artist do with that he used the wrong combination of colors to paint this picture. Would he discard the idea of the portrait? Would he keep the idea and just change the colors? Is it the canvas that he would change and keep the idea and keep the colors? Would he add more colors to the portrait and keep all that was painted? Or would this artist shred the canvas, throw away the paints, and abandon the idea 
all together and start new. Now relate that. Mm. All right, I have more color. Can you read that second paragraph? Wait, wait, did you say we have another caller? No. I said okay, I would add more colors. Oh, you you he said he would add more colors. And I agree yeah, with yeah. you. I agree with you. Okay, I, I like so it. let's relate that to a relationship. I'll read this part. We start with you having to choose the right mate or color mm-hmm. that fits your mm-hmm. idea of what a relationship should look like okay. on the canvas of life. First of all, let me just put my little sticky input in first. Oh, and, then, and then everybody else can go for it. First of all, I don't believe in choices. Mm. I believe in, in destiny. Oh. Um, I believe that we can make choices. They may not be the right choices, but I believe that if that person is for you and that person is destined for your life, it's not so much a matter of choosing. It's acknowledging. It's acknowledging what's been given to you. Um, we may not like that particular color. Heck, we may not have never picked that type of person anywhere in our lives prior to meeting this person that we met. But for some reason, that that person is. That's my input there. So go ahead, guys. Okay. Take it away. What do you think, Keisha? Um, you know, I'm a little diverse. I believe in colors. I believe in choices. Um, I do believe in destiny as well, but I also believe in choices. I, I believe in choices me, because brown. Your colors is brown. <laughs> Black is brown. You know what? Kim? I do believe I do believe you can have a palette of colors that would help you make your choice, but I don't believe that you, that yeah I, I believe I believe you have choices in life. And the reason that's why that's all about. The reason why that's very important, Keisha, is the next paragraph. What is your idea of how your mate will add to your life in a way that will make you happy? What are your beliefs in regards to family, children, career, living standards? What is your belief about saving money for the future Mm -hmm. or continuing your education? These are some Mm -hmm. of the questions. Before beginning to paint the portrait, so what? What are your, your what? Okay, so what are your you, what, what are your standards, Keisha? What are your guidelines? Your standards? What are your pre-qualifications? And there you go. Pre-qualifications. So if I had to, if I had to cover all of my pre-qualifications off, what Dee just said, man, do you know I've got to go through? I've got to go through some choices here. You know, it. Um, David is not just gonna pop in front of me and have all of that and be able to. Manifest all of that. Uh, my pre-qualification, I'm going to start with number one. Um, sadly, sadly, there must be a physical attraction. This just has to happen. And, and, and the reason wow. that that has to be, the reason that that has to be number one, because I don't, that's something that we're going to do forever until or unless the father takes the sight away from us and we can no longer see. But if we were given our sight, and that's one of our strong senses, because if you have your sight, that's one of your strongest senses, you, that's what you're going to use all the time, day in, day out, from sunup to sundown. That, that's, what you, that's what's going to happen. And so initially... That's first. 
initially that has to happen first. It doesn't have to be strong. It doesn't have to be strong. It doesn't have to be drop dead gorgeous and oh dynamite and oh it man. It just has to be uh, what exactly, exactly, exactly. Okay. All right. All right. So I, I understand that, but now here's something else that when you're talking about a relationship, if you I didn't go that, further, but I'll let you cut in because that that doesn't stop anything. Now it doesn't stop stop there. But go ahead on. <laughs> intellectual conversation that has to be afterwards you know we, we need to be able to talk about something and converse about something um, I, I need to know about your traditional values and your you know where where do they lie um, I need to know your background uh, maybe your studies your profession I need to know are you getting up going to work every day or are you or are you gonna just make breakfast for me while I go and go to work. You know, these are all choices that you have to make and see if that palette is presentable for your portrait or not. That, you know what, you're, you're absolutely right. And you know what, you're right. Because anybody can sell you a dream. That's, that's keeping it real. And you don't know if you don't have an idea of where you're going. Absolutely. You well, I'll tell you my guidelines. My, all right, what's well, your guidelines? Previous to being married to Mr. Freeman here. For 18 years, I might say. For 18 years. Uh, well, you know what? I won't even say that. I'll say now that I'm grown and sexy. <laughs> I, <would> say, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. If, if I were single, and let's just say I was single and younger and I could have children, I would first want to make sure that the man was right mentally um, and that, I, and I would definitely check his history before having children with him. Now, she do that, man. She look in your background. Um, I'm not Monique finished. Gets, I'm uh, not she, done. She's like a paralegal, yes. right? So yes. she did get stuff, huh? And you don't know it. Anyway, let me just finish. No, the first thing I would do uh, when upon meeting a man, if I'm interested in him, he has to come to me um, and, and not come to me on game. Um, when I met Mr. Freeman, I told him he must have some good game or he must be too good to be true. That was what she said every day. Every day. And I but was anyway. Like, you just don't know, baby. Uh, I do have a plan. I'm a little rusty. Good I'm game, rusty. good game, good game. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little rusty on this subject, but what I can tell you is I look for a man with content. I want a man that's educated. I would want a man that had a plan. I want a man that I can take places that has, like you said, intellect, someone that I can present to my associates. I want someone that will defend me, take care of me, love me, honor me, and definitely protect me. I'm looking for somebody, if I have to paint a picture, I'm looking for somebody that wakes up in the morning and looks at me and I look at him and all we see is love. That's so, a Monique. My prere my my prerequisite is someone that's going to provide happiness for the rest of my life. But I don't like games. Okay, now let me let me let me and interject. Yes, I, do, yes, I do background check. Let me let me interject. And here. I and I interview your ex girlfriend. So if you found that your selection did not satisfy all you must have, will you discard all your beliefs and convictions? Would you then go over to his side? Or 
change your idea of what this love portrait will convey? Or would you realize that this is not the idea that you had in mind at all and deal with the reality of that? How if would you handle I, if it? If I care for him? If, if he, yeah, but he was nothing. Question? Yes, sir. Your question? Ms. Keisha, you said that your, yes. first, your first characteristic is physical features. Don't you, don't you no. think that that will get a lot of people in trouble just by focusing on physical features first instead of finding out who the person is? Physical, physical, physical attraction, not not features, yeah, but same, physical same, attraction. Same, and the reason, same. and the well, the re, the reason that the reason that I say the attraction is because without that, we can't get started. We see people all day, every day. I'm I work downtown Chicago. Um, I'm a, I might walk past hundreds of people every day. Um, you know, I I bartend for years. I worked next to people, tons of people. And if there isn't any physical attraction, there's nothing that can get started. Good point. Good point. Did that answer we your question? We can't get started. Uh, well, my well, my thing is that if you just focus on the physical attraction, you know, a lot of people got in trouble for focusing on the physical attraction. You're absolutely that, right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. No, you're yeah, right. You're right about that. You can't get caught up. And, and let me and let me make clarity on that. Let me make clarity on that for you, Kim. When the physical attraction is over, what's what's left? Right, and let, and that's why I said let me make clarity on that. And and, and that's why I said. And, and that's why I said. Keep it on clarify. Let me tell you why. Because no, no, no. Let me, let me, let me clarify. Let me get closer, because I want, because I want him to be extremely clear. And 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 I'm saying that to say, the physical attraction is just the start. You know how you, um, you know how you barbecue and you turn your grill on and you put the coal in and you put the lighter fluid in. It's old school style. I'm not talking about match light. You put the lighter fluid in there. You got to let it sit and stop the fire. That is just the beginning of the grill, the whole barbecue, everything. That is just the beginning. So once you get past that, that's when it starts smelling good. Everybody know you queuing, you smelling, your food is cooking, it's, it's, it's getting right, it's getting done. Once you get past that physical, then you've got the intellectual. Then you've got what you guys can relate to. Then you see what's more in common. Then you see where... Do you guys have the same goals? Because your communication will let you know that. Um, does this person set goals? This person might not be a person that set goals. But you got to get it started. And for me, my opinion to get it started is you need that light. And the light for me is the physical attraction. So that really does clear it up. But what about the next question? What happens if you've gotten beyond all of that and then a month, two months down the road, you find out that this guy don't pick the –
trying to find out where they're on in their lives and find out what is going on with them. So physical um, attraction is not physical, that important to you? Physical attraction is very important. However, I want to be your friend first because after the friendship, you know, and, and if, if there is a physical attraction, we can take it a step further. If there's not, we can continue to be friends. Because to me, you know, i got a ton of friends, female right. and male. And if if nothing's there, nothing's there. But if something's there, then, yeah, something's there. We can take it a step further. Now, as far as physical attraction, um, being older now, I can tell you, it's very important. Um, it's very important. It's very important. And But at the end of the day, when you hit your 50s and 60s, it becomes a little less important. But you still mm-hmm. better brush it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, That's it right. Little, That's right. But when mm-hmm. I say it becomes a little less important, you know, life happens, mm-hmm. and and things happen, and so you know something may happen where one or the other or both can't do that, or are not as or, pretty as they once were. Or, or, or is it or is it less important or is it less important, Monique, because you two have more and you've already right. gotten past that first. The, 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 the physical, right. So now everything else that was under that has outweighed that physical. You know, you know how you start piling things on the scale and it gets higher and higher, or is it that? Right, exactly. That's what it is. You're, you're right. That is, that's it right there in a nutshell. It is at that point when you get to when you get to that point. That's when you're like, okay, you know what? There's so much going on. There's so many other things that constitute this this relationship, this marriage, or whatever we're doing here. There are so many other things that 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 is a bonus. It's a complete bonus. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. The roles reverse. Absolutely. It becomes a bonus. I want so, to remind Monique of what I used to say, what I would say to her all the time. She would say, "I love you, D," and I would say to her, "Well, if that's not true, don't none of this make any sense at all, <laughs> you know, because we have went from zero to sixty in a matter of months and we were we, we our relationship had just exploded and we didn't know where it was going. So back to my last question now, what would you do? If he wasn't the one? If the picture didn't Oh, you know what, to the left, to the left. <laughs> what what I have a question, what now I have a question. Okay. I have a question, Monique. What would you? How long do you expect someone to show you that that's exactly what they what that what you want is exactly what they are? And how long are you willing to go when you see it and it's not that? Because well, people well, wear their Sunday best a long time I until it gets girl, dirty. Now you know when I was younger, I had a six month rule, <laughs> but uh. Now that I'm older, it's more pre- you know what? You know, Anna. No, no, no. Now that I'm older, uh, to tell you the truth, because game when you when you get older, game no game. You know, and people can put on their Sunday best, but there are things you can do to find out what's really going on. Underneath, you know, Underneath. there are things you can do purposely. It's not a game, but if there are things that are happen purposely that you can that 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 shows you right then and there, this mm-hmm. is it. You know. And um, sometimes it goes a little bit longer, and yeah, we mm-hmm. get hurt. We and get hurt. Said, though, after all these after years, all these and years he's not what you, and what he's you, not what you want. Then you, you know what? Was. The thing about that is, 
I would be prepared. I know you wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't be prepared. Let me talk. Okay. I wouldn't be prepared, but I would be, stop making noise. I would be blindsided. I wouldn't be blindsided because you got to kind of stay in that in that vein. You got to keep keep your eyes open when you're in a relationship. Are uh, your not. eyes open 18 years later, Monique? Girl, yeah, my eyes still open. <laughs> Let me tell you how my eyes are open. <laughs> this, man has, out, this man has already told me that if I decided to, we had this conversation. I don't even want to go there. But what I'm going to tell you is this. Look, when it comes down to it, it's very difficult to to uh to gauge whether a person is real or not. Um because feelings do get involved. Uh sex is a very big factor. Being a young lady, I remember times when a man wasn't crap but the loving was good. And I didn't want to let that go. So it was like, do I deal with this or do I keep this? And you know no, what? Right, well, well, right, right, because you know what, you when you're in a situation like that, you ain't thinking about time. You're thinking about, okay, this now. is right now, the, yeah. the here and the now. I, do I want to let this go? Do I want to let this yeah. go? Do I want him? Do I, you know, now it, it, men always come with conditions, and so do women, but in, in the past, right. I've, absolutely. Men come with conditions. Well, you know, I already had a wife. Well, I already got five kids, and I don't want this, and I don't want that. That those are messages. Those are big red flags that tell you no. Good point. No. Really? You know, That's true. When, when a man tells you, well, I, I'm not quite ready for that yet. Well, what are you ready for? <laughs> what the hell do you want with me? <laughs> what are you ready for? Because I'm ready for the real deal. That's my co-host, y'all. Anybody want to know? That's my co-host. <laughs> well, you know, so, so they come, you know, we all come with conditions. You know, the, the you know when a woman says, I, I, you know what, baby, I love what we're doing and this is good, but mm-hmm. you know what, I ain't, quite, I ain't quite ready yet. That means my ex-boyfriend is still freaking lurking around and <laughs> we ain't talking on the phone. The bottom line is, when it comes down to it, either you're ready or you're not. Either you got right. your straight or you don't. Either you got you, your credit has got to be good. That's another prerequisite. That's a prerequisite. Absolutely, credit, absolutely. Was that a prerequisite for you in your twenties? Uh, no. Because let me explain something to you. I'm about to divulge a little information here. Wait, wait. Now don't disclose. See what? What what had happened was what had happened was no you don't have to (laughs) what had happened was I met this man who was like my dream come true and I needed him and he needed me and he needed me to help him get his life right and I needed him to help me get mine right we were both on the same level on the same page. And we're able to bring each other up and out. And the only one who knew that was God. Right. Nobody knew. Everybody would look us look at us and say, Y'all don't look real. <laughs> you know, ain't nothing wrong with y'all. And then we had attacks from all sides. But the bottom line was we were working diligently, suffering. We we had that like Jaheem said, that struggle love. We had that struggle love big time. But we worked it together because he had a plan, I had a plan, we discussed the plan, and we implemented it. That's how that went. That uh, and, and, and it couldn't be more perfect, but it took forever. It took me until I got into my 30s to meet a man, a real 
man. And I was blessed to do that. But before that, it was busters. I ain't going to lie, I had some busters. I had me some busters. Oh, my God, did I have some busters. But you had to find, but you had to find, but you had to find, you had to find the critters. You had to have the critters in order to find what you really needed, right? I ain't had no critters. I had some daggone roses, okay? Look, when I came on board, I knew that, that people were going to be coming out the woodwork because this chick is, is nice, right? And everybody see what I see. So I understand there's going to be some lurkers that hanging around. That bell was ringing. I was like, look. Nick Rose was on the couch. Either we going to go or you going to go back with them. And she made a choice, and we haven't looked back. It's 18 years, so that's a wonderful thing. But we had a plan. We had a formula. Yeah. What was the formula, Mom? It was called 90 cents. You got to um, understand this formula now. But guess what, so though, Sarah? People don't believe in 9010. Understand what I it have, is. I have, ta- I, have, I have spoken with people about 9010, and they're like, oh, that's 50-50. Oh, they know it's not. Explain it. Okay, I give 90-10. I give 90, keep 10 for myself. You give 90, keep 10 for yourself. That's 100% that we both have Every all day long. Day. Every Any day. Any day. Working good, feeling bad, it makes no difference. If I'm giving you 90% of myself, and I'm just keeping a 10% reserve, I am covered. And you are covered at 90%. Now, I will tell you this, getting back to the painting. I have a, I have what they call the mean test, Ken and Keisha. And it's called, Will You Be There? And I have okay. to be honest with you, I did not expect it to, but it worked for someone very special to me in my life. Will you be there? Your Your mouth can make you say anything. That's right. But will you be there is if I happen to have a terminal illness or a stroke or a heart attack or I just fall ill even at my young age, will you be there? Will you take care of me? Will you take care of me? Yeah. Now, when you do that, Negroes have a, women too, have a way of looking at you like, do you have it already? You know, and, and they kind of back off of you. If you got somebody that's sincere and you can look in their eyes and tell, you can speak with them about it on more than one occasion where they say, I will be there. I am there. You know, then you know you got something. What's your mean test, Keisha? What's your mean test, Keisha? Will you be there sounds good, Monique. Um, But I think... My mean test, because I'm not really sure. What I, I don't think I've come to the recollection of what you could do to show me if you'll be there, um, because I kind of stick to me doing everything for myself and not allowing others to do it for me. I think my mean test is what what are how are you treating your children and your parents? That's important um, to me. That's a good one. Well, let me let me let me how, how are you how are you how are you Go ahead. How are you treating your children and your parents because they're both you're a product of one and then the other is a product of you. That's so cute. That's good. Good stuff. Well, I'm so, so how you treat them Go ahead. Monique, do you yeah. really, well, for you too, Keisha, do or or anybody, do you really feel the 70% divorce rate that people are really giving 90% of themselves in their marriage or relationships? Absolutely not. 
No. Absolutely oh, not. No I, don't, I don't think, Ken, I don't think people are giving 50. Absolutely not. Even, not. Not even, not even 50. Many cases. Now, the answer is, the question is why, and I got the answer for you. It's called fear. It's called fear. We're afraid of, give, of giving of ourselves. We, Tisha and I were just uh, talking, but we, you know, there's some statistics out there. We, we'll stay yes. married for, we'll, we'll have a kid and stay married for six or seven years, maybe. Caucasians will yeah. stay together for about maybe maybe twelve years. Hispanics thirteen. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that sounds yep. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah, it is. And and I'm gonna tell you, it it is a blessing. It it uh, it's a blessing to find someone, but. The thing is, what do we have to choose from? And that's where the superior power in black America comes in. Because it teaches us different things. But let me say this. we I had a means test. I told Monique when I first met her, and she didn't realize what I was doing, but I told her this. I said, honey, I follow Christ down to the bone. And I said that if God told me that I had to move under this bridge on 167th Street, I would have to go there. Would you go with me? And boy, look, think I lost her on that one, okay? Because she definitely questioned that. But what she didn't do was she did not question my integrity, and she did not question that I would make that bridge a home. She didn't question whether I would have a stove under that bridge. I didn't say nothing. Okay. She didn't I, question you know that. But she cause... wondered, would your God really do that to you? No, I was thinking to myself, well, he, if he does that to you, that's fine, because if, if he does that to you and I'm with you, I guess that's what's meant to happen, but I'm going to have a backup plan. So, she, I almost lost her, but, I, again, my means test was, if I pose this question to you, Will you then turn and run because you think I'm a, a radical for God, which I am, uh, and you don't think that uh, my trust in God is really going to be adequate for our relationship? And you know what, Daryl? That's where pillow talk came in handy, guys. Let me tell you something. And I, I'm not trying to lift us up like that. Things happen. But I, I'll tell you this. We are so able to talk about anything. We're not perfect. We do argue. I call him names. He calls me names. <laughs> anyway, no. But at 3 o'clock in the morning, I can wake up and sit straight up in the bed and say, Babe, I need to talk. And he'll wake up, complain, of course, but then he'll say, What is it? And I'll tell him. And it could be something really off the wall, but he'll he'll talk to me about it. He'll talk me through it. You know, and, and then start talking about other things. Communication is key as well. You got to be able to communicate. So in the beginning of a relationship, part of the prerequisite prerequisites should be great communication. Can we talk? Can we talk? And so that's part of that painting. The color, one of those colors. I think that color would be yellow. Okay. All right. Now wait a minute before y'all go any further. I got a one more, uh, couple more stages to this. So uh, when an artist takes on a project, he may work on that project for years before it is perfect and complete. Therefore, in any love relationship, okay. there may come a time okay. when things don't seem to fit at first, and it may take years to get to know a person. The artist must have a vision of what the end result should be. Likewise, you must have a vision of your dream mate and what will be your ultimate reasoning for having a relationship. 
mm-hmm. on commission, but do you just want a one-night stand? Mm. Uh, excuse me, my pet name for you, Kiwi, answer that question. <laughs> um, okay, let's start at the end and go back. No one-night stand. Um, okay. okay, that's the life, one thing. Lifelong yeah. commitment. One more time. Hmm? Lifelong commitment. Um, that's and marriage. That's up in the air, considering the choices and the the, the person that I meet. I I won't say I'm looking for marriage and a long term commitment. I just got out of a long term commitment, so I'm definitely not looking for that. Um, I'm not even looking for a vision right now. That's not what I'm looking for at all. I'm looking for me. That's the one thing. I agree with that, man. When, you when, know, go ahead. when I'm ready for the long term and or marriage, I think they both go hand in hand, you know, added with the extra benefit of the piece of paper. We've, we've all had that. Um, I think I think it'll be ready for me then when I'm ready. But I don't think I don't think any woman should look. I think the father will send her exactly what she wants when she's ready. And a lot yeah, of us you, aren't ready. Uh, and that's the now. Say. And that you, destiny. You you have thrown prerequisites out the window key. No, I have not. I will not. Okay, well you said I will not. You said not to look. You think the father will bring you your mate. I think he will. You're a mate. You still have to make a choice. I think you still have to make a choice. There's nothing. The father is, you You know, okay, that's just like, you can sit at home and say, I'm waiting on father to send me money. Or you can get up and go to work and make the money because he woke you up to get there. So I, I do believe he's going to send him, but I don't believe I'm going to walk outside and he's going to be standing right there in front of my face with all the answers and there it is. No, I got to do the work because but if the father's here, you're able. Because you know what? We have to do the work on self. And that's what the most important thing is. Doing work on self. Remember our conversation we were talking about loving ourselves? And what did I say about when you meet a man and you ask him about loving himself, Keisha, what do we say about that? Uh, most men will say, yeah, I love myself. You know, I buy myself the nice clothes. I dress nice. I take a shower every day. I eat good. Absolutely. That is not loving yourself. No, it is not. And, but but when you when you have been through when you have been through have time, you ever asked a man Monique have you ever asked a man has somebody prayed for him no I have not for me all the time yeah but go ahead what was the reason for that question go ahead well because most men the the, the, they don't they don't really get the full understanding of what prayer does. They go with a yeah I'll go to church or yeah my wife or my mate she wants me to go to church I'll go to church. For instance, I met this guy a couple of weeks ago. It's superficial. He wants me to go to church with him. That's superficial. I will not go to church. I, I don't know what you pray for. I don't know how you pray. You will not pray for me. But have you asked? A man, has anyone prayed for them? I have. 
and he said his mama has. And you know what? It's so funny. It's, it's not funny, but it's so funny that you should say that. Because I was I was watching a show yesterday morning, I believe. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. I think it was before I went to work, and sometimes I watch, you know, like the old gospel show. But they were singing that song, My Mother Prayed For Me. She got me along my way. I'm so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 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 you know what? When you ask a man if anybody ever prayed for them, you know what they could construe that to be. They could say, they you know, especially a, a very vain man. And I don't know if this would be anything with regard to your question, but would you would you believe that if you ask a man has anybody ever prayed for you, they would take it to be. They would take it to the level of saying, "Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure women pray, pray and want to be with me all the time. Pray to have absolutely, me. absolutely, absolutely." And and so, yes, yeah. and no, we're not badgering the men, guys. No, we're not. But not at all. 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 What we're trying to do is. We want to relate that to relationships. We start with you having a well, hold up, hold wife. Hold up, hold up. Y'all putting it on us. What do y'all have to do to make the relationship or the marriage good? Let's not put it all on us or all of the men. Let's look at what the women, what their input in this marriage. The right their kind of woman. Can, can uh, Monique, you want to answer that? Go ahead, darling. I'll let you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm here we, with you, baby. We, we I'm going to hold you with a lifeline. We can both answer that. <laughs> let me break this down so you can. I love you. I love you. But let me just tell you this. We are secondary to a certain extent because we are actually your helpmate. That's how we were created. It is a man's job to come to the woman. It is a man's job to present himself as a man to the woman. That is why we, we chase the cat. Okay. We 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 are the ones that get to choose and say, Hey, wait a minute, I don't like this, I don't like that. Y'all can do that too. That that that's y'all can do that too. That's part of your you you guys' agenda as well. That's but, your makeup. We're supposed to benefit you. Right. We're supposed to benefit that's you. That's your supposed, makeup. And we're supposed you to support you. We're supposed to support you, we're supposed to love you, we're supposed to do the same thing that you're supposed to do for us, but you guys are supposed to do it first. You guys are the givers, we are the receivers in everything that we do in relationships. When you make love with us, we are the receivers. When you when you lay down with us, we are the receivers. When we get up in the morning and we, we getting ready for work and we doing what we need to do and you're making breakfast or you're doing whatever it takes to make sure it's gas in the tank, money in our pockets, we are the receivers. We give you, but then guess what I learned from Marshall Davis Ministries? And let me just break this down to you. Your woman is a reflection of everything that you do for her. That's what happens. See, if your woman is bitching and moaning, it's because you bitching and moaning. If your woman is a woman that, that, that loves and cares for you and nurses, it's because you love and care and nurture her. So that's what oh, it you is. chose the wrong one to love and nurture. Uh, I, I, I do agree with that wholeheartedly. Women are the receivers. They receive what we give them. They build it up. They make it bigger, and then they give it back to us as it was given to them. Now, if it's 
If it's if it's raunchy, you're gonna get it back multiplied. If it's love, you'll get that back multiplied. So that's where we have a disconnect with our, most of our young men. They don't really understand what they what they what they position is. We have the but you know what? I want to I want to second that though. I I still I still believe that it's the picking. I still believe that I still believe that it's the picking on both parts, and I still believe that. Even though we're the receivers, the man's responsibility is to pick the best mate for himself so that he can be the leader and she can That's be the receiver. If you look at if you look at peacocks, if you look at peacocks, what the male peacock does is dance around and fan his uh, tail and make it beautiful so that he attracts the female. No, I think that's, that's his the other, position. It's the other way around. No, it's oh, not. Oh, 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 that yeah. is his. You really and wait, then wait, if wait, she's wait, attracted wait, to him, then she so. comes okay. to him. Do, Go, Ken. Do you, really, do you really feel that today's women, with now they become executives, politicians, uh, corporate lawyers, do you really feel that today's women? Since the feminist movement really doesn't take a secondary role in the matters? Our real women will do that, Ken. It's not, it's not, it's, you know what the problem is? Ken, I agree, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I'm a woman, and I have, I'm not a man, and I've never been with a woman. I've only been with man, so I can only speak from the woman's side. Um, there are, and I have a, a, enough female friends a male, female bodies that are also able to be honest and say, well, we both working. We both got to get up and go to work. So, you know, I, I can't be as submissive as you might want me to be because I got to go to work too. I can't come home and do exactly what you say I should do because I got to work too. Um, those, as, exactly. Those are some of the things. You contribute to the household, and that's why women today, maybe 50 years ago that was true, but today's women have a different thought process. On a whole, no. as a whole, as a whole, not not one individual, as a whole by statistics. I have, I have statistics by numbers. I have statistics by numbers, and it it is a different aspect from relationships with men and women. African-American men and women. It's not. Let me tell you why it's not. Because even though the semantics may change, it is the same principle. And the principle is you are my helpmate. So even though you may go to work, you are helping me maintain our household. But then, wait a minute, hold on. But how many know. men feel like how many men feel like crap when their women or wives make more money than them? I know. You know what? But you know what? Look, you're talking to Nick Cannon over there. Let me just say this, teacher. This is the and Ken. Let me tell you this because we run out of time. Let me. You know what? There's so many women out there right now that say I don't need a man. There are so many women. Absolutely, and that is what I'm saying. Yeah, there are so many women out there that say, I don't need a man. I, I, I could do this by myself. You know how many women have strokes and heart attacks because they can do it by their daggone selves? Because they think they can do it by themselves. That's why the woman's heart attack rate is higher than the man's heart attack rate. 
Yes. yes. These are yes. numbers. We're talking numbers. Women are not built like that. We're not built like that, Key. And that's the thing. You can't carry the weight. We can't carry the weight. And so, and, and you know, and you know what, Ken? I'm gonna tell you something. That's the problem in the black community. That's why we need the Mama superior, been raising that's, sons. But that's why we need the superior the power. The, see, let me, you want to know me, what the other problem is, Monique? I have a friend that works for Metro Railroad. She's a female. I'm going to tell you this one other problem. This is the one huge problem. She said, girl, I'm telling you, all you got to do is come down here and fill out an application. The fact that you're a black woman, they will hire you. They have put a halt to hiring our black men. Now, this is a woman that has been with the That's Metro Railroad That's for 10 long. years. She's one of those women, but she's one of those women. Exactly. Exactly. And that she's one of those women that says, I can go and make all the money. And you know what? That's also... That's why black men today got a high rate of depression, bipolar. Uh, I, I ain't buying into that, kid. I, 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 I disagree totally. Wait, 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 but he's right. He's right. But let I me. disagree with that. No, no, no. Let me tell you something before we end this. That's the purpose of the superior power in black America, guys. It is. We, gotta, it is. we, have, we have to educate our Each brothers other. and sisters. We have yes. to not only educate but get counseling. But his families, man. African Americans don't want to accept it. It's not just a white person's disease. But see, you know what? They will. And that's just it. I I talked to a lady, and I'm going to hurry up and say this, but I talked to a quote-unquote lady family member. I thought they were doing something really good and got all up into that and everything and listened to what she had to say. And all she wanted to talk about was the the brothers in Chicago that was in jail. Let me break this down to you. Six minutes. Okay. And I'm going to hurry up. Like I told her, I care about our brothers in jail, but right now they can't do nothing for me. What I want to do is uplift these brothers that are out here trying, that want to work, Amen. that want, and, and, and they got all types of things against them, but that want to work. I want to work, for, I want to help these sisters that's, that's doing what I'm doing. I got a husband. I got a husband that supports me and loves me 100%, but guess what? I carry the weight because I have a mother that lives in my house. I have a niece and a brother that I help take care of. And the bottom line is I carry a lot of weight. But she's standing on my shoulders doing all that. And the bottom line is, the bottom line is, at the end of the day, I'm still that woman. Yes, she is. Keisha is still that woman. She is having to transition into her quote-unquote for real straight up out the box independence and go and do what she needs to do because of someone else. So the bottom line is we've got to uplift ourselves. We've got to educate ourselves. We've got to help our brothers and sisters and the superior power in black America. Yeah, we That's got what we need minutes, to do that. So let, me now, just, let me just close this for y'all. Let me we got four minutes. So the last part of this is – the decision to make adjustments when your project begins to sway away from your original idea will come all along the way. Some ideas will evolve. Some may fade away. Therefore, change is consistent. Likewise, true love and commitment is never rigid and no compromise. Will you at the time of yield be so stubborn 
to your own commitment not to see the true time for change. Your relationship idea fails. Will you recognize that you must adjust to make it better, or will you trash Mm. the project and start with the new person? Will you continue to add excuses and cover up all of the defects of the relationship, or will you love, will love prevail? These are the different colors of love. Therefore, I consider relationships like a portrait, and you are the artiste. All portraits are not works of art, but there is the Mona Lisa. Now, that's wonderful, Dee. God, make thank sure. you guys for having me on the show. I really enjoyed this this morning. It was you know good, what? Good, good and Kisa, we we, we got, got rattled. Kisa. My soul got rattled. You know what, Kisa? We got we got we got next week. So yeah. we we gonna finish we'll our conversation and we gonna pick it up. But, but we I want to see you guys next week. Yes, sir. We want everybody to know about our honorable mentions. We would like to thank Queen Mother part. for Real Radio and. She she was allowing us to use this platform to share with you. We're very excited about our future and endless opportunities. Thank you very much. Yes, great things happen when great minds converge. Hey, you can find the Superior Power in Black America online at lulu.com and Amazon. You will not be depressed. Go look now. Read it. You will love you will love this book. You can read fifty eight pages on it for free on Google Books, but y'all know I don't like that, right, Keisha? You can also tweet with us on Twitter at Landau Smooth and visit our blog at Life with Landau Smooth at blogspot dot com. You can reach my I dare you. That's right, that's right. You can reach myself at uh, The Superior Power in Black America. You can talk with us, uh, tweet with us. My 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 tweet name is at Daronique, D-A-R-O-N-I-Q-U-E. And, guys, we can get together and do something with The Superior Power in Black America. So we always want to thank everybody for coming on to the show, and we definitely want to let everyone know that this show is based on a book called The Superior Power in Black America. Written and by Daryl D. It's written by me. Yeah. And inspired by